Welcome to the Blister Podcast, a program dedicated to interesting people, the great outdoors, and a bunch of other stuff we like, including creative New Year's resolutions. I'm your host, Jonathan Ellsworth. I'm also the founder of Blister, and you can check out everything we're doing and reviewing over at blisterreview.com. So as we mentioned in our last episode of the Blister Podcast, this episode is going to be me talking to a number of our folks at Blister, and we see what they have in mind, what sort of creative resolutions or goals that they are thinking about laying out for themselves or have already committed to. And I've actually been on the road for a number of these conversations, and so we've been stitching together these discussions with some of our different reviewers while I've been in a number of various places. So you'll sort of be getting updates on where I am and what I've been doing along the way. And we would love to hear from you what you have in mind for 2020. So in the show notes to this episode, let us know what you've got If you tend to make New Year's resolutions a part of your regular program, that kind of a thing. So hope you enjoy. And from all of us here at Blister, we hope you have a very happy New Year's celebration and a phenomenal 2020. Here we go. Well, Kristen Sinat, how are you today and where are you today? I'm good. Uh, I am in Littleton, New Hampshire at my childhood home. Ah. Just hanging out post-holiday, pre-holiday, I guess, kind of thing. I need to come see the childhood home at some point. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. You like it a lot. Yeah, it's an old farm. We have a big barn and a bunch of rolling hills. We can sled out the back door. And when we still had our uh, snowmobile, we could groom the back fields for Nordic skiing and stuff. It's right near a lake. It's great. Super fun. Well, I'm happy to be talking to you because in some ways I would argue that this entire podcast is a kind of your fault because after I recorded, I mean, it's kind of Brendan Leonard's fault first and then it's kind of your fault because you had listened to my conversation with Brendan and then called me and you, which is actually not surprising, you know, given that I know you, you wanted to talk about a lot of the logistics and kind of rules, et cetera, for creative New Year's resolutions. And so that then kind of prompted the idea of like, maybe I should just run through and talk to a number of our folks at Blister and get their take on this new year and resolutions in general, et cetera, et cetera. So yes, you are to blame or to be credited in large part for this particular episode. And so let's get into it. Um, First question do you tend to be somebody who, before the start of a new year, do you tend to set specific goals and resolutions for the coming year? No. I love the idea of goals and resolutions and stuff, but I never put that pressure on myself, I guess, for New Year's style. I'm more apt to be like, okay, Monday I'm going to start doing this um, instead of uh, January 1st I'll start doing this. Uh, But that being said, I am not necessarily the best at implementing the goals. Uh, So I like motivation, which is partly why I called you and I was like, all right. Yeah, I was listening to the podcast and um, Brendan Leonard on the Off the Couch podcast had set a goal that I didn't tell anybody about. And that's totally my style of goal setting. I like that. 
um, in part, uh, but those ones I don't really do well at finishing. Um, but he did a marathon every week uh, in one go. So I was thinking about it. Um, and as I was listening to it, I was trying to think, oh, I could do something like that. That could be kind of fun. And then, of course, during the podcast, you mentioned that you were thinking of a marathon total a week. And I was like, oh, I was only going to do 20 miles a week because with a baby, it's sometimes hard to get out the door. Um, and just trying to think of how to actually make that feasible. Because 20, 20 miles a week sounds super easy, but it's not always. And I, I'd like to make that my minimum, really. So, I mean, is that, so have you just announced your resolution here or are you still in the explaining the, the process of your thinking and you're kind of turning this over? Like, did I just get a commitment from you? Yeah, I'm going to go with it. Uh, the logistics I still need to iron out, but I'm going to try to do 20 miles on foot. No bike miles or car miles or anything like that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, or well, I guess cross country skiing I would count. So, as long as your feet are almost coming in contact with the ground, maybe with only a thin ski between yes. the sole of your foot and the ground, this still counts as mileage for your twenty miles a week commitment. Yeah, and skinning too—the uphill portion of a backcountry yep. tour or anything like that. But that. Not the best bang for your buck, really. Um, really, I just want to get outside more and uh, get Linden in the stroller at least every day. Sometimes it's hard between naps and lunchtime and whatnot. Um, so I think I think 20 will be a good one to start. Hopefully I can increase it, but I don't want to get too yep. crazy and let it fail too quickly. But yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's my goal. 20, 20 miles a week uh, without wheels. Starting like for the first week of January? Yes. But I might, seeing how it goes, because it sounded like Brendan had these kind of interesting things where if he ran 100 miles, he'd count it as three marathons. Right. So if I had a really good week and I got to go for a really long hike or run, then maybe could carry over. I haven't quite yes. figured that out. That's a huge That's a huge one to, to figure out. I think personally... Because these are these are terrifying. Like these are kind of terrifying to even be going public and talking about some of these goals. And yeah, it's like I don't need that in my life. That just sounds <laughs> like a way to disappoint. You know, it's like setting yourself up before the year even starts for failure. And so that doesn't seem super positive. And so I think I like the idea of being able to carry mileage over. Yeah. Well, it could be like two separate goals, like twenty mile a week, and yep. or. 20 times 52, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it could be either and or. <laughs> and then, and then like the, the, in the last, you know, 10 days of 2020, you and I are going to have to team up and go like hike the Appalachian Trail to get all our miles in for the year, you know? Something yeah, like, we should probably just like count on uh, that, right? <laughs> set a date in December, like December 27th. Uh, just to make up, you know, a hundred miles if needed. Uh huh. Or like four hundred miles, maybe in my case. But oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm interested in your decision on this. Like you're like a no wheels, wheels. In other words, mountain biking is not going to count for your twenty miles a week. And just spoiler alert for the goal that I'm 
uh, like setting up and going to commit to, wheels are going to be a part of my mileage. So how come, how come no mountain biking? Why doesn't that count? Uh, it's just different. I, I feel like my goal is weak enough in my mind that adding, like I could jump on a road bike and get 20 miles pretty easily. Um, so I want to push myself outdoors a little bit more often than that. Um, and not have that as kind of my safety net. So if I was really ambitious, maybe I'd set a different wheeled goal, but I don't want to get too complicated because I don't want it to fail right from the start. Okay. So, but I do want to, I do want to add some Nordic skiing into that, uh, which isn't the easiest thing in Santa Fe since there's not, um, many trails nearby that allow for that. So yeah. So just, I, I don't want a safety net of, of wheels for me at least. I'm not saying that you would totally have a goal. That's a safety net. Oh no, I'm um, believe me. I mean, I'm, I'm good all about for you, Jonathan. No, I'm <laughs> so here, here's honestly my take on this is turns out like I'm still working fairly, <laughs> fairly long weeks. Let's call them fairly long hours, uh, each week on blister. So honestly, like, definitely in terms of resolutions for the new year it's like keep keep this whole outfit going is my clear number one so given that it's like any of these other goals are going to necessarily be secondary right and um Mm -hmm. so that's where i mean so mine is a way mine's a way weaker goal and commitment than what you've just said because what i'm doing is i'm just gonna say from June through November, I'm making the commitment. I was going to do the 26.2 uh, a week, but you then talked me out of it, Kristen. So my week goal got even weaker thanks to you. So, you know, thank you. Well, t- so I gave you reason why it was 20 miles because it's 2020. You so did. I and I like I'd that. I do the 20. Right. Yeah, and I quickly glommed onto that mostly because it's easier. So I'm there. You got me. 20, 20. 20 a week for 2020, except it's only six months of the year. And in my case, it is going to be made up of both basically running and mountain biking. So I won't, I'm not planning on, like, I don't own a road bike right now. Uh, and I live in a place with amazing mountain biking. So that's it. I think it's it's a super weak goal. I'm happy to have people be like, that's so weak. You shouldn't even be saying it out loud. That's fine. But it's my goal. And so I have other goals, you know, through ski season and, you know, for other times of the year. But this is the one that I feel like I kind of hatched out with you, Kristen. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, June through. So those six months, June through November. And I intend to make that that's 20 miles a week, not the kind kind of um, rolling miles over each week. Okay, But like you just said, let's, well, it should be two, right? So there's a cumulative number of miles to hit. But the intention is to try to get that done every week. So what if in May you start adding 20 miles in? Does that start counting or do you not even start counting till June? I think I just won't. No, I'm just doing a, because look, I don't do these either. Right. And I mean, in part, I mean, we're in this way, we're kind of in agreement with Brendan. It's like, you know, it's dumb telling people about this before you even start. It's like, tell them at the end. But um, I do kind of like the accountability. And I'm just curious to see how we all do, you know. And 
So no, this mine will start because I'm like, if we're having a good winter, I am still going to be definitely doing some backcountry ski touring in April and May. And yes, I'm going to be running and I probably will be mountain biking before June. We'll just see what weather is like in my travel situation and the rest. But this is just a commitment for half the year, June through November, 20 miles, and it'll largely be 20 miles a week on trails, mountain biking and trail running. That's the goal. That's a good goal. I'll give you that. But I feel like you need to have something to start in. Because I feel like we should check in with people like after three months to see if anybody's still doing their goals. And then yours isn't even started yet. That's so. true. So what if I just threw one out for you? Oh boy. Okay. What do you got? Well, so it's one I've been toying with because I think it's awful, but very doable. <laughs> so basically you're saying the awful goal that you rejected for yourself, you're going to try to talk me into. Well, again, I, I feel like my 20 miles a week is, uh, a week, is weak, um, but I think it's attainable and I'm going to go for it and just, you know, deal with my weak goal. But I think nobody likes burpees. So I think the reviewers, everybody that's on this podcast should try to do a hundred a week. No. Yeah. No, because Kristen, I'm also <laughs> putting like, so I'm not talking about like the amount of time I'm spending in the weight room each week. So, no, no, like, I know, but just because it's burpees something are to, they are stupid. And you can do like five before you record a podcast or nope. five before dinner. Nope. No, no, no. You don't even want to play? Plus, I, sometimes like in life, you just have to hate the, you, when you hate the word of the thing enough. So honestly, like if burpees were called almost anything other than burpees, I would probably be less against them. Let's call them get-ups. That's also stupid. Get down, stupid. get up. That's also stupid. So no. Nope. I, uh, you can, <sighs> so we already have, and I talked about it in, well, You'll, this will be coming up in, a, in, a, in another reviewer interview. Uh, one of my winter goals on snow, uh, I discussed this with Lou Coppa and I think Paul Forward. And so um, you, can, you can hear that one. And then there is going to be all the time. And this is an important part for me. I mean, the time I'm putting in each week in the weight room, in the squat rack, um, stuff I'm doing for shoulder training and the like. So there are other elements here, but I'm just not... Yeah, there's no reason to make these, like, to bring them into the resolution talk. Fine. So, but you should definitely do a hundred of the terribly named exercise every week. That sounds like your type of thing. Well, yeah, I'll try. It won't be as exciting if I don't have anybody else doing it. Right. But... Maybe you can convince Sasha. I've got an upcoming conversation with Sasha, so I'll try to broker this for you. Okay, tell her I challenged her to uh, the 100 burpee a week. The other thing I would like to do is, one, I, I would like to wager in Vegas, like right now, $1,000 that she says yes, and then I would like to <laughs> wager $10,000 in Vegas that she like fails you know, within the first two or three weeks. And then just completely gives up on it. Um, mm. So if I could place those bets in Vegas, I would do that in a heartbeat. And then I would become a rich man. No offense, Sasha. <laughs> well, you could probably place those on me too. But if you're placing bets, I'd... Yeah. Okay. 
but I like this idea. I will I will go broker this with Sasha and see if I can. And so just to be clear, it's just 100 burpees a week. You get to get five done at a time and some other doesn't matter, but just do 100 a week. That's it. That's what you yep. want to have happen yep. here. Okay. And it could be the and or cumulative. So <laughs> you could do them all December 31st. <laughs> That would, if Sasha's going to get it done, that's the way it would end up working. So I can't wait for Sasha to hear this, um, where we're just throwing her under the bus. But um, we do it both out of love and in the name of truth. Yes. All right. Is that it? Yeah. Can't wait to hear everybody else's. Yeah. We've had some good ones so far. Good conversation. So uh, again, I thank you. I blame you slash credit you uh, for this episode. I kind of do think it should be like a new annual thing we do. Unless we all fail miserably, but... Well, if we fail, then we have to try again, right? Right. That's a good point. But so, um, yes, and I, I think we... if we, Well, first off, is this is successful. Like, the podcast is really interesting to listen to, which I hope it is. I take full credit. Yeah. Um, I'd also like uh, listeners to let us know what their goals are, because I'm always interested in um, creative ones. And I challenge all of them to do the 100 burpees a week, too. People, if you want Kristen Sinat to be in on you just 100 burpees a week, just tell us that's what you're doing. And then you got to actually do it. But let us know if you're in on Kristen's plan of everyone out there in the world doing 100 burpees a week. Yeah, all suffering together with a terribly named exercise that nobody should really like. Yeah. Well, hey, um, enjoy the rest of your time in New Hampshire. Thank you. Look forward to seeing you soon. Same to you. Uh, happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. Bye, Kristen. Bye. Blister reviewer Paul Forward, doctor, lead heli guide at Chugach Powder Guides. It's your time to talk about New Year's resolutions. So first question, my understanding about you is you are not traditionally a kind of New Year's resolution sort of person. Is that right? That's true. Okay. So new thing for you, same with me, kind of in new territory here. But that said, what we've been talking about this a bit, you've been thinking about this. You are going to give your best shot in 2020 at a New Year's resolution. What are you going with? Okay. So this is going to sound so hypocritical for so many reasons, <laughs> but... I have been obsessing about my own personal carbon footprint and especially in the context of working as a heli-ski guide and flying in a jet to go work once a month in the Arctic where climate change is most evident, maybe anywhere on the planet. <laughs> and the fact that I you know, don't just have one pair of skis or boots that I ski all year, I get... I, I, you know, do blister reviews and have all this gear that I deal with. And uh, I'm, I'm going to try really hard to be extra cognizant about how I burn energy and where I go and how much I travel and my choices with food. And I'm going to try really hard this year to, to make a difference in that, just in my own personal life. Even if it's futile in the big picture, I'm going to do my best this year. I think that's a good one. And I think that anybody in energy intensive industries 
who I don't think just because you're in that industry, you should be like, well, I'm just not going to think about this or talk about changes that we might be able to implement or make. So I appreciate that you're thinking about those things. And I had a really good conversation over, it was on our Bikes and Big Ideas podcast with the CEO of an organization called Climate Neutral. And I know, Paul, you've already listened to that conversation, but for anybody who has not listened to that yet, go check out our Bikes and Big Ideas podcast. You can find it on the Blister website or anywhere you get podcasts. And I think it's a good one. We all, you know, those of us who care about the outdoors and the outdoors industries, that's one worth listening to and then taking action on. So anyway, I think that's a good one, Paul. Thanks, man. I would like to submit a second New Year's resolution. For, for me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm here to help. Do your best to take care of cute baby Ren and, you know, keep him happy and healthy. Oh, yeah, that's like a life resolution. <laughs> that's like a life, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, actually a life. I'll have to go past 2020. <laughs> well, yeah. Hopefully I mean, I figure we'll though, do, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, a third resolution is you got to go throw a cool trick on skis this year to make sure you don't have to, you know, just officially join the old man club. I think every, I think all of us over 40 should, should do at least some type of like trick this year. Like if you're not already doing it and you're 40 years old, you should like throw a 360 or, you know, learn another trick, learn a new trick that you haven't done before. I think uh, it's, it's important. We should all do it. Okay, cool. Well, I'm, I'm already, I'm already on this program. So, uh, yeah. Um, well have a very happy new year and a great 2020 and hopefully I will get to see you in person in the new year. All right. Thanks, Jonathan. Bye. Maddie Hart, it's your turn. How are you today and where are you currently? I'm doing pretty good. I'm in Boulder, Colorado right now just celebrating the holidays with my family excellent yeah you're from boulder and uh from people who don't know you are kind of um helping us hold it down on the running side of things for which i'm very grateful for all you do around here on that end you also tend to win some stuff uh including this past year let's see you won the tahoe rim 100 mile race and were the I think you were the youngest person male or female to ever win the Tahoe Rim 100 is that do I have this right I believe that's true yes <laughs> it's still true <laughs> since it hasn't been run again um and then I actually had to just ask you this because you tend to just sneak off and do things and then like win stuff and I don't even hear about it which is literally true because this just happened like two minutes ago when I asked you, what else have you won since Tahoe? Because I have a sneaking suspicion there's been something. And you're like, well, I did win the, it was the Moab Half Marathon? Yeah. Okay. When was that? Um, <laughs> October. No, November. It was mid no or like beginning of November. So like a few weeks ago. That's like two months ago. Okay. It's not okay. that recent. Okay. Well, congrats. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I did also, though, right upon you telling me that you won it, 
I was expressed disappointment in you because I I thought you never ran a distance as short as like 13 miles. I thought you only <laughs> went on, you know, epic 25 plus mile runs. So anyway, congrats oh. and, and slightly disappointed, but not really. <laughs> Thanks. I know it makes me pretty lame. I no, sometimes no. run shorter. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's comforting to know you don't only run 100 mile races. So I appreciate that about you. But anyway, the point today, <laughs> we're supposed to be talking about resolutions and New Year's goals. First question, um, do you typically set for yourself New Year's resolutions? Um, not really. I kind of, I feel like in the past when I have, I've set those like very stereotypical goals of like, I'm going to work out every day and yada, yada. And like, then after two months, I stopped doing it. And that was a while ago. So I don't think I've set any New Year's resolutions for like three plus years. Um, but I do like to set like, maybe not a resolution, but more of like a idea that I'm going to focus more on. Like, and I try to kind of keep it outside of running at this point. Cause like my running goals, I don't really feel like need to interfere with like my life goals, you know, cause good to have some separation there. <laughs> Ironic, Ironic because some might say or ask the question, you have life goals that aren't connected to running goals? Oh, God. I try to. I'm trying to be well-rounded. But, yeah, like, I guess a couple of my goals or concepts to work on do include, as we have talked about, um, I want to be able to do two pull-ups by May. Yes, that's right. So that's a a six-month goal, I guess. But more than that, I think my, like, with that comes the idea of like focusing on strength. Um, so like making time in my days for, you know, stability exercises and even just 30 minutes of lifting, um, I think is a good fitness related goal. But then other than that, I think I'm going to try to focus on doing one thing a week that makes me really happy. That's like not running. So like whether that's listening to ABBA and dancing for 10 minutes or, you know, going on a walk and just like slowing down and focusing or going to happy hour with my friends, like just making time for little stuff like that, that like does bring me like intrinsic happiness. I like it. I also, as we talked about, did we talk about this on and off the couch podcast or was this an off air time when I was like, I'm going to help you. I'd like to help you. I'm volunteering assistance on the goal of the two pull-ups. That was on our, yeah. When Gordon and I came on off the couch and talked about winter running. Yeah. We hit that. I'm still there. We can just let me know when I'm, when I'm, uh, (laughs) when I'm back in CB, we can start. It's real simple. There's a few basic things that, that we, that, that, that are all I personally could contribute, but, uh, any help would be good because it's really sad how (laughs) not strong my upper body is. Bullets are hard. And I just am not, I'm not designed for them at this point in my life. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I have twig arms and tree legs and it's just not a good combo. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, what prompted these conversations was Brendan Leonard's creative 52 marathons in 52 weeks. You've already talked about your two pull-ups by May when you graduate. You've talked about your doing one thing at least once a week that's 
just purely for straight up happiness. Should we talk about any running related goals or or non-running related other outdoor activity things? I mean, I definitely have some running goals for 2020, but nothing along the lines of what Brendan did. Like, oh my gosh, that's so out of my league. He's crazy for that. But at the same time, like I run pretty much every day, whereas he was just running, I think he said four days a week or three days a week, one of which was a marathon. But I, I mean, I, with the races that I'm doing this year, I I guess I do have like big goals for those, but then my other running related goals like play into that stuff. So it's not like I'm necessarily going to be racing every month, although I might be, we'll see what, uh, what coach says on that one. But, uh, yeah, I think my running will play into these like bigger goals of like, like say I've, I've put it out there now, but I'm going to attempt to do the Cocopelli trail and set a new fastest known time on that the weekend before I graduate college, which is a great idea. Um, <laughs> but so like a lot of my running stuff leading up to that will be playing towards that bigger idea of like trying to set an FKT on 140 two mile trail. That's a big one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We, I just thought of while you were talking to, <laughs> I, I feel like we're, I'm not, I'm not being kind to the word resolution. It, it should maybe mean something a little more than this. So this is more of just a goal for 2020. We should ski at least one time this winter in 2020 so there should be one downhill downhill skiing, not cross-country skiing, not ski <laughs> But we should try to get one day in inbounds at CB skiing together. And then, I don't want to go very big on the commitment here, but I feel like we should run like a 5K. Oh my gosh, this is a great New Year's resolution. <laughs> I'm so in. <laughs> okay, well, I knew These you would be These are two things that I love. <laughs> So, okay. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to commit to you to those two things. And so now it's just, it's just, uh, I mean, we'll have to see what its status is, but like if, if Emma Coburn is going to be doing the elk run 5k in CB this coming season, that would be a good opportunity, but I'm open to, depending on where things go, you, you identify 5k's around and then we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, for sure. And then we'll also play like level our playing field. So you can kick my butt for a day of skiing, but then I'll kick your butt for a 5k. That's, and then we'll be even. That's probably true. Yep. Okay. Deal. Um, be I'm, great. I'm glad we sorted this out uh, in real time in this conversation. But thank you for sharing your goals. You know, get yourself graduated. We'll work to get you to two pull-ups. I like the <laughs> one thing just for happiness a week. And then, um, and then I'm sure like on off the couch or whatever, we'll be talking about some of your kind of monster upcoming efforts in the FKT realm. Oh yeah. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, thanks for having me on. Okay. Hey, enjoy the rest of this break and I'll let you get back to family in Boulder and I will be talking with you very soon. I'm sure. Thanks. Cheers. All right, Lou Kappa, it's your turn. Uh, I understand that you are presently at a cabin in the middle of nowhere, but roughly somewhere in the Midwest. 
Uh, yeah, that's correct. I am the closest town, I guess I would call it, is Eagle River, Wisconsin. Um, but at a family's cabin on a lake, um, it is surprisingly not very wintry in Wisconsin. Um, coming from Crested Butte, where we have actually a good amount of snow and it's consistently been quite cold. It's a balmy 25 degrees here right now. Um, I'm more accustomed to it being uh, in the negative temperature range at this time of year. But um, yeah, very relaxing up here right now. Nice. I'm actually currently in Chicago, and it was 60, like 62 degrees yesterday. Yeah. So I was yeah, like, was what weird. is happening? Yeah, Milwaukee was like 50 degrees, sunny, no snow whatsoever. Um, not very, not very accustomed to that. I also understand, um, by the way, I mean, that all sounds kind of lovely, like, you know, cabin in the woods with the family, but you did just tell me a bit of a Christmas horror story. (laughs) Well, yeah. So my, my family, I think either likes coffee more than I do, or just is less dependent on the caffeine portion of it. So my parents like to make um, half-calf coffee, which means I, I mean, intuitively it would mean I would need to just double my intake, but it seems like I need to triple or quadruple it before I really wake up. So we usually go through like three pots of coffee each morning between my parents and then my siblings and my brother and I are very accustomed to fully caffeinated coffee. Um, But I did... I, I got to make the coffee this morning, so I kind of tweaked the ratio a little bit, and we'll see if my parents have heart attacks later. <laughs> well, I appreciate you getting back on our normal fuel regimen, you know, for the sake of <laughs> yeah. this conversation. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to it. New Year's resolutions. Um, first question, have you typically done New Year's resolutions? Not really. No. I've never been someone that really prescribes to certain traditions. I mean, like each year, I feel like throughout the year, I try and set goals, um, usually pretty minor ones, but I've never been someone who right around January 1st is like, okay, here's the outline of all the things I need to get done this year. Um, Just never, never really, maybe it's just me not being that organized, but um, no, I've never been someone that like every year is like, all right, I got to figure out what my resolutions are. This year, though, and again, we can sort of blame Brendan Leonard for this, but uh, mm-hmm. what have you come up with? Anything for, you know, like anything good, anything interesting, anything that you actually think you're going to try to stick with? Yeah, so they, like most of mine happen, well, most of mine are pretty just shallow and related <laughs> to outdoor sports. Um <laughs> Like before the ski season even started, like my friends and I were all talking about like basically just like tricks or lines we wanted to do this year. So my goal this year has been to really dial in just regular 360s, which um, actually I think that'll be totally doable. I'm feeling pretty good about them right now. And then dial in backflips and at least get pretty comfortable doing flat threes and fives. And then... Sam told me I need to learn how to do a cab one, um, which still terrifies me because taking off switch just seems impossible right now. Um, 
but those are my like shallow goals. And then I also, after skiing more and more with our new reviewer, Drew Kelly, who's a ex college <laughs> ski racer, I want to not a frame as much. Um, because he can just like, he looks perfect basically every time I take a picture of him and it's really frustrating looking at his pictures and then trying to edit pictures of me. Um, <laughs> he's the worst. So I'd like, yeah. yeah, yeah. He makes everyone look like they don't know how to ski. Um, and then, I mean, I guess on that note, I just want to get more creative with taking photos all over the mountain because, um, we shoot a lot in Crested Butte and it's a beautiful place, but I feel like I've only scratched the surface in terms of kind of the photos we can create all over that mountain. Um, so th those are some of my quick ones. And then, I mean, summer's not barely even in my mind right now, but I generally just want to get better on a mountain bike. Like last summer was the first time I fully committed to it and definitely made a lot of progress, but have a very long way to go there. Um, I'd like to do Psycho Rocks on CBMR next year. And then mostly just get out and fish in a wider variety of areas next year. Um, there's a lot of great rivers and creeks around CB, but there are also some really cool high alpine lakes. And um, we only got to visit a couple of them last summer, but I want to do a whole lot more of that next year because that's that's kind of the stuff that gets me going during the summer. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. All your New Year's resolutions had to do with learning more tricks on skis, getting better at mountain biking, and fishing more. I think yeah. I, it sounds like a pretty charmed life, aside from the half-calf coffee. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, life is hard. <laughs> it's all coming up bases for you right now. Yeah, I did listen to Paul's... Um, resolutions which made me feel bad about myself so um i will I, I will say i did um donate to climate neutral this year to offset my carbon emissions um but i mean i think thinking about thinking more about that next year um is kind of my my less self-centered goal for the year um and luckily i mean i've basically stopped using my car in CB because we have such a good transit system, Amen. which is really nice. Yeah. Um, so trying to use that even less and um, just kind of be more mindful. It's not a super like quantifiable goal, but just trying to think about that more and more rather than just being like kind of just generally aware of it, like actually think about it this coming year. Yeah. Good stuff. Um that's it. This is a short one for us. I'm going to let you get back to your family and trying to ingest more coffee. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, all good goals. And and uh, you and I have already talked about we're going to have some sessions. Um, you're going to show me some of the good training, you're gonna, trick yeah, training you're spots. You're going to learn how to spin. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to try not to break you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, <laughs> well, hey. Uh, I'll let you get back to the family, and uh, I'll see you back in CB in uh, just a couple of days. Sounds good. Sasha Anastas, you are up on the Blister New Year's Resolution podcast. So uh, first question, how are you today, and where are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. I just drove back from having vacation in Aspen, and I'm in home and Buena Vista right now. 
Well, vacation in Aspen, that sounds a little fancier than it actually really is, right? I mean, you grew up in Aspen. Your family lives there, right? It, truly, yes. It's a uh... It's it is it's funny. Yeah, I, I uh, go visit my mom and dad who have employee housing on the side of <laughs> Highland, ski in, ski out employee housing. So only in Aspen, right? Only in Aspen. I was actually just telling my folks about well, your dad in particular. Um, I was like, I think he might be the like, if you were gonna build a public high school principal, I would just pick your dad. Like that, I think he's the. <laughs> He's kind of the platonic ideal form of like best conceivable public school principal. He's he's happily retired. He works at a, a wine shop yeah. now downtown. So he's happily oh, retired. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to stop in the shop. Anyway, I really like your parents. Um, Good. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, your fancy Aspen vacation was basically just going <laughs> home to see your parents. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. I just wanted the to usual. give some con- just give some context there. Um, okay. So you're, but you're back in BV now. Correct. I'm actually getting ready to drive to Colorado Springs where I work for a night shift. I'm working 4 p.m. to 3 a.m. this morning, or tomorrow wow. morning, I suppose. Yeah. 4 p.m. Yeah, I start my shift at four. So uh, H- hence why you said we needed to be done with this actually five minutes ago. Exactly. <laughs> okay, got it. Which is perfect segue to my New Year's resolution. Got it. So let's get going. First question then: Has it tended to be a practice of yours to set up New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals for yourself? I wouldn't say a practice, but I certainly am optimistic and I uh, like to think right around right around like December 30th, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, new beginnings, here we go. And uh, I like to, to think of a couple of things. Um, I don't, I can't say I've had a lot of follow through uh, with my New Year's resolutions, but I, I've had great ideas. <laughs> uh-huh. As someone who's known you for a while and who talks about you with our friend set, we would all describe you as definitely our optimistic friend. Yeah. Mostly in the sense of uh, saying and committing to doing more than maybe is actually possible. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, my favorite thing to do is, um, and, and my husband too, which has probably got us in a lot of trouble, um, we like to say we squeeze about 10 pounds of shit in a five pound <laughs> bag every single day of our life. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, with that said, let's talk about New Year's resolutions, things that you are either potentially turning over in your mind or maybe have committed to. What have you got? So my New Year's resolution, I, I really, truly want to have follow through on this one. So I'm trying to be as simple as possible. Um, and so I, I really am just going to try not to be late going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> don't even laugh at me. It's true. Like, I think I'm going to have to enroll in multiple online time management classes to do this. But like, I truly like enough is enough. I just don't want to be late anymore. Like, I, like I, you just I'm just like five minutes behind. We're not talking about deadlines with, say, reviews or anything like that. But generally oh, speaking, like maybe even work, dentist appointments, doctor's appointments. It's um five, five minutes usually behind. So my goal is to plan ahead and to try to, to, to get ahead five minutes. And so I can either be on time or perhaps even be early. 
Um, but maybe that should be 2021 New Year's resolution, be early. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, I do have one ski resolution, though. Um, it's actually really a goal. So uh, I've just started to recently do some online telemedicine uh, shifts. And I sit in my desk in the upstairs of our house in Buena Vista, downtown Buena Vista, and I look at uh, Mount Columbia, one of the 14ers here. And there are, I, I think they're called the five fingers, but they're these beautiful, amazing shoots. And so my goal this spring is just to ski one, just one. Okay. I don't have to ski to the top of Columbia. I don't, I don't have to get there. But just one of these shoots that I stare at every day while I uh, work, I, that's, that's actually one of my bucket lists for 2020. I like this. And I, I like the idea, at least, as someone who maybe also has a tendency to overcommit. Uh-huh. You want to do it with me? I do. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe Luke Coppa would be interested in coming over and... Um, you know, but yeah, I would, let's keep this one, let's keep this one open. I do like this goal. I this like is accountability, the, right? That we all are committing to each other. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. okay. That's a good goal. So you're not committing to ski it with me. You are committing to ski it. And I like the idea of, of joining you on this one. So that's a good goal. I just talked to Kristen Sinat a little earlier today and she was really trying to get me to commit to a New Year's resolution of performing 100 burpees a week. Oh my God, please don't join me on that one. Well, I was like, yeah, Kristen, I'm not doing that. First of all, I hate the word burpees. (laughs) But then I was like, but I bet Sasha. So I, I promised Kristen that I would try to broker broker this new year's resolution that basically i think Kristen wants to do it with someone and like she for the needs record, accountability is what you're she, saying she's looking for some accountability uh, and, she, uh-huh, and you uh-huh. know Kristen, she likes just doing things with people yeah so i think sasha that you should commit <laughs> now to doing 100 burpees a week and joining Kristen in that new year's resolution and to be clear this means like we could hang up and you do like five and then that's five of your hundred. I know what a burpee is, quite frankly. <laughs> I think it's, I would need like Kristen to to get on FaceTime and truly show me exactly what entails a bur- burpee. I mean, we can make that happen. I can oh, definitely God. like arrange that. So, okay. Well, you should first know what one is, I guess, before committing. Yeah. But so once we're, you know, we'll hang up. We'll let you get going to the springs. But we'll see about do, setting up a FaceTime session. Kristen can show you this. And then you can, you know, be a good friend to Kristen and commit to doing 100 <laughs> of these a week with Our her. Our friendship depends upon it. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> kind of, a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. So, How about we do like planks? I can do a minute plank commitment. That's low commitment. I could do like one plank a week. <laughs> One plank, one minute of a plank a week. Yeah, I mean, right. Mm. I'm trying to work on this 10 pound, this five pound bag, right? I'm really trying to like really see the things that are important and put that in the five pound bag. So I think one plank could probably fit. A hundred burpees. Ooh, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I've tried so far and we'll, we'll circle back maybe to see if, if we get Sasha talked into this uh, program of Kristen's. But anyway, I told Kristen I would try. I have tried. A hundred burpees a week. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, that's like, that's like actually really simple. I mean, it's 12 <laughs> to 13 a day. And it takes like, that would take one minute a day. I'm going to just pull over when I'm on my drive to Colorado Springs and just yeah. do like 12 burpees just on the side of the road. Man, yep. I don't know that you want to do that unless you're also like bringing a yoga mat with you or something, but. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. I guess I gonna, need to know what they are first. Yeah. You might get kind of dirty. So, fair enough, um, fair enough. Yeah. Um, anything else? I think there's the unspoken, um, uh, try to get rid of my Santa Fe house or, or get that problem solved, but we won't go into that. We would need a couple podcasts to, to really explain that situation. So, and we, we would need to be very drunk and to, incredibly drunk to ha to have that yeah, conversation. That's <laughs> awful. It's basically the worst thing of your entire existence. It it's is the bane. It is the bane of it. It is truly yeah. the bane of it. So, yeah. Okay. We'll save that for another episode, but yeah, yeah. I hope, I hope that thing just gets hit by a meteor. Act of God. Yeah, be done I with mean, it. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any insurance, so I, I, whatever. Who knows? <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> hopefully you cut this out. <laughs> uh, nope, this is Dan. Uh, anyway, well, listen, um, you need to get going to start practicing for your I'm not going to be late in 2020 exactly. routine. Um, thank you for sharing your perspective and goals As with always. Us. And um, I can't wait to see you next time, which I am going to guess at this point would be meeting up in Crested Butte. That is that is one of the uh, the goals I have for the next couple of weeks here. Okay. So, um, yeah, hopefully I can make it over the pass without my car breaking down this time. So. Oh, that's right, because last time that happened. But I did buy a new car, so we should be... the. My my uh, availability should be a little bit more reliable, so to speak. Sweet. Um, well, hey, um, happy new year. You as well. Can't wait to ski with you. You as well. <laughs> and also with you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bye. Well, Noah Bodman, it's your turn. But before we get started talking about resolutions and goals, how are you today and where are you today? I'm doing all right. I am in Whitefish, Montana. I'm wishing it was snowing more. Uh, probably going to head up skiing here in an hour or so and cruise around on rain crust with <laughs> 7,000 of my best friends. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be really good. All I want for Christmas is to ski on rain crust with 7,000 of my best friends. Yeah. 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 Got it. Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> exactly. I think you deserved it. <laughs> so it's the, it's the gift you deserve, Noah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've worked pretty hard for it. <laughs> All right. Um, New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals. So question one, do you tend to set and lay out for yourself resolutions and goals coming into a new year uh nope i sure don't <laughs> <laughs> i didn't think so yeah um okay yeah do, do i strike you as as a <laughs> resolution type of person <laughs> you don't at all yeah. whatsoever but you know this is a new year this is a new decade these are times when we can you know uh change our tunes uh can one change one's feathers? I don't know what all the metaphors are, but this is, you know, we can switch things up. That's the promise of a new year. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Am, am I allowed to resolve to not resolve for the next decade? 
You you are, yeah. I mean that you are. I mean this is we're just here polling people and getting a range of ideas and options and seeing where where we all are at. So, but, but um, I'm pretty sure your next question is going to screw that up for me. Pretty bad, yeah. It's going to screw that up pretty bad. But I am very curious to know, you know. So we'll put it in your case. You don't make New Year's resolutions, but if you were to set a goal or resolution for 2020. What would that be? Man, you're forcing me into a difficult position here. <laughs> That's what I do. Because, you know, you set too many goals and you're just kind of teeing yourself up to be let down. That's right. <laughs> you just got to, totally you know, agree. go with the flow day to day. When, when life hands you 7,000 people in rain crust, then, you know, you just embrace it. Um... But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to I'd like to ski more than I did last year, and I'd like to ride my bike uh, maybe about the same amount. Um, so that that's a pretty that's a pretty meager goal. but uh, <laughs> maybe it could be that you every time you ski, you have a really good attitude and are grateful for the fact that you get to ski even if you are skiing rain crust with 7000 of your closest friends. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm uh I'm nothing if not grateful. Most people <laughs> say that about me that man that guy just exudes gratitude. Um <laughs> I guess what I would, one thing I would like to do, you know, every year, like April rolls around and I am just like done with winter and just, I just want to not be on skis and go ride my bike. And which, which kind of sucks because it's like all winter, there's all these cool ski lines that I want to go hit. And by the time I'm actually in shape and the snow's actually stable, then I'm just like over it and I don't want to do them. So this year I'm going to act like I'm going to continue skiing into the spring and go ski some cool lines. Uh, realistically, I know that that's not going to happen. So I'm not going to set it as an actual goal or resolution because then I would be annoyed with myself. Uh, but, but as I do every year sitting here right now, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to go ski a bunch of cool stuff in April. And then realistically, I'm going to drive to Moab and ride my bike. Yeah. Plus, there's the element of me yelling at you, like, dude, more bike reviews now. Yeah, like March rolls around and you're like, we need bike content. And I'm like, there's four <laughs> feet of snow on the ground. And then you're like, what if you took a road trip? And I'm like, I also do kind of have a job. Mm. This is all part of my grand plan. Maybe my resolution for the decade is to keep applying pressure to you or on you to move to the Gunnison Valley where I'm not sure you heard, but there's some pretty good riding around here. Uh, yeah, I've, I've ridden in the Gunnison Valley. It is good riding. I, kn I know you um, have. It's yeah. just now, now we just need to get the move part to happen. But let me ask you, how's your rain crust and crowd situation? Because I don't know if I could pass that up. <laughs> well, and that's true. And we do want you to have a lot of rain crust and crowds so that you have these chances to exercise gratitude, which is a resolution that we just established for you. So yeah, yeah. Okay. for those reasons you might you might be better suited to stay put. I don't we don't we don't ski that much rain crust in C B. Ah, uh, that's a bummer. Yeah.
Yeah. Well, anyway, we've got, it sounds like we've got some things to maybe hash out, you know, after, you know, after this particular conversation. But I don't know. In sum, Noah, it's a new year. It's a new decade. Um, so just to recap, how are you thinking about this as a fresh chance? Uh, a chance to, let's say, maybe have an attitude adjustment or any, any other things that, you know, you want to leave us uh, before, we, before we take off here. No, I, I, I'm sorry to say that I don't really foresee an attitude adjustment coming. Uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stuck in my ways. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm happy with it. Sorry, my dog's sneezing here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, it was, it was like a subtle, it was a subtle attempt on my part. Um, but, uh, you know, to yeah, see you if are you the might master get... of subtlety. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've heard. All right. Uh Well, listen, um, happy new year. Enjoy being the exact same you, uh, in 2020 and in this coming decade. And, um, I will just do my part to continue to get you to, um, consider move to the land of less rain crust. Yeah. Well, I I will take that under advisement and, uh, yeah. Um, happy new year. (laughs) All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right. Catch you later. Well, David Golay, it is your turn. How are you today and where are you today? Well, I'm doing pretty well. I'm at home in Seattle right now and uh, just drank some coffee and getting the day started. Nice. The first question I've been asking everyone is, are New Year's goals or New Year's resolutions something that you tend to set for yourself year after year? They aren't particularly. I uh, don't generally set goals kind of based around New Year's, which isn't to say that I don't set or have goals for myself necessarily, but I historically haven't used New Year's as like, okay, this is time to think about this and make some new ones. It's sort of a bit more organic than that. So you're more on like you base everything, all your life changes off like the Chinese New Year? <laughs> Less of a calendar system and more just <laughs> as it feels appropriate, okay. I guess. Sorry, no calendar system. Got it. Um, okay, well, you're in good company because I think every one of us so far has said this isn't something we do, which, you know, if we're, albeit a small sample size of the general population, maybe this whole New Year's resolution thing was just some sort of hallmark marketing something or other, and no one actually does this. I don't, I don't know what to think. So um, this would be a good time for us to say that, you know, for listeners of this podcast, please let us know if there's actually anyone out there who has consistently set for themselves, you know, New Year's resolutions, because um, our little crew doesn't, this doesn't seem to be our jam. But um, I guess, you know, now with all that said, I guess I ask the, you know, odd question of, well, let's say you were going to set some goals for 2020 or resolutions. What do you got? Well, uh, sort of, I guess, unfortunately, my main goal for 2020 is going to have to be the same one that I've had for most of 2019, which is to get my knee to work again. For those who don't know, I uh, 
had a pretty serious tibial plateau fracture that I suffered in uh, April of 2019. And it's been kind of a long road getting that to come back together and get up to 100%. Um, on a positive note there, I did get back on skis for the first time since the injury yesterday. Didn't do very much skiing or anything very good, but uh, skinned up a couple short laps and was able to go slide around a little. So that was cool. Nice. So there is a return. Yeah. Um, a little bit. I mean, <laughs> knees still not very strong and I'm uh, not skiing anything very exciting or very well yet, but or doing very much of it. But it's a starting point and uh, something to build from. Hmm. Well, you know, given that you are primarily a bike reviewer for us, you know, we keep, this is what we do. It's like, you're not allowed to be skiing or, you know, you try to go do this other activity and the gods just punish you and hurt your knee type of thing. And this is just keeps us all tracking, you know, like our ski reviewers should be skiing. The bike reviewers should be biking. And, um, and I'm making all of this up No, Uh, and, but that's the thing, right. Is like, you actually ride a bike way more comfortably, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I've been on a mountain bike for, good number of months now and and that is more comfortable than skiing or actually walking even still so uh the walking's improved since you were making fun of me for looking like lurch a couple months ago but it's not 100 percent yet either (laughs) that's great news i mean like for you your leg you know me making less fun of you because yeah you were very lurchian looking yeah it's (laughs) making some headway well good um, so 2020, just get the leg working again. That's a pretty practical, tangible goal, I think. Yeah, it is. Um, it'd be cool to be in a position where I could be looking a little bit more past that and setting some new goals rather than ones that I've been plugging away at for going on nine months now already. But here we are, and uh, it's getting there. I mean, it seems like, for those of us who are riding a lot or running a lot or skiing or boarding a lot, I mean, dealing with injuries is part of it. And so maybe we should say as a general resolution for all of us listening to this, we should just try to do a good job of taking care of ourselves, whether that means, you know, getting in good shape prior to the start of a season or doing the little things that keep Achilles tendons you know from snapping and the kind of prehab work and rehab work um to keep us and allow us all to just keep doing these activities that we love so much yeah definitely and uh certainly would not recommend the uh tibial plateau fracture route that i went so all of you out there try to not be like me and keep yourself in one piece yeah here's to not smashing our tibial plateaus in 2020 yeah, good one. I think that's a solid solid plan, everybody. Well, hey, I'm happy to hear you, you're you humbly back on snow. Look forward to you to getting stronger and getting back to the the type of skiing I know you're interested in doing. And uh, other than that, good luck with the leg, good luck with the year, and uh, hope to be seeing you real soon. But unfortunately, I think the new year is going to hit before I do see you. And so I will just say for now, have a happy new year. Thanks, man. You too. Well, Sam Shaheen, you 
are our final New Year's resolution conversation. How are you today and where are you today? I'm doing pretty good. I am in Denver, uh, holiday time, seeing the family, doing stuff like that. Um, it's very cold and snowy here, actually, which is a kind of a fun but also not so fun change of pace because driving around the city is terrible, but um, whatever. <laughs> Perfect, because I'll be back in Denver at like uh, 4.30 this afternoon and then make my way to Crested Butte. Um, so it sounds like I'm going to have a sweet sweet drive ahead of me by by 4 30 hopefully it'll be all it'll be all good it was just real cold yesterday and so the snow didn't melt but i think it's gonna be warmer today okay i'm pulling for you um i like that as we were just doing a quick check of sound levels i started by asking you um name any food you ate yesterday and you said oh crap chocolate <laughs> so <laughs> should i be worried about your your diet at the moment no no it, it's good it's good I, I i ate a lot of chocolate um because i got a bunch of chocolate for christmas but i should also shout out to my sister for making a delicious bolognese yesterday um it was excellent so i also ate that <laughs> do you want to hear about one of my meals yesterday i would love to so a couple of my best friends steve and ashley and when I say a couple of my best friends, what I'm about to say will sort of prove that. These poor people were going to celebrate their anniversary, but I'm back in town for a minute in Chicago, and so they just were like, come with us. So I like was the third wheel <laughs> to, if anybody, any foodies out there might know the restaurant Smith in Chicago, which was recently just named like the number two restaurant in the entire city. And it was one of these like, you show up at 830, we left after midnight. And this is just full, full foodie force. It was amazing. And uh, the whole wait staff like would come out and they were wonderful. But they would kind of look at me like, why are you here with these this lovely couple? And I'm like, I don't know. They they told me to come. And uh, so it actually was kind of an amazing, a lot of amazing food. Turns out, a lot of amazing wine. That was my last meal. And I, I don't know that I need to eat for a couple days now. But here's to Steve and Ashley. Happy anniversary to them. And uh, I still can't believe that they weren't like... And they didn't tell me this was like an anniversary celebration. They're just like, hey, we're going to this great place. Come with us. But it was an anniversary dinner. And I learned that because the the staff knew that in advance there. And so they like had prepared these anniversary cards, but they'd get to the table and they're like, okay, who's with who? <laughs> so anyway, that's my story. But uh, yeah, Smith, highly recommended. All right. Yeah. All right. Next time that you are in the city. Okay, but that is not what we are here to talk about. We're here to talk about resolutions. And so the first and standard question uh, through this episode has been, do you typically set for yourself New Year's goals and or New Year's resolutions? Uh, you know... <laughs> uh... <laughs> Yes and no, I would say. It sort of is a little year to year for me. Well, I'll, I'll just go with that. <laughs> year to year. Okay. 
Um, nice wishy-washy answer. Um, okay, but as we're looking to 2020 and looking to a whole new decade, which is, seems like just a there's a lot more gravitas given that, I guess. Have you been thinking about interesting things? And then I guess I want to ask, I've been asking like, okay, so maybe you've got some ideas. Is this just stuff you're toying with in your mind? Or have you actually kind of committed, like, I'm doing this this year? So first thing, what, what have you got on, on the ideas front? Well, first, I want to make a note of gravitas because the whole decade thing is, is really interesting, um, especially because every decade I get a birthday that ends in zero. So like this year I turned 30. Uh, in 10 years, I'll turn 40 on 2030, you know. Um, so there's like, there's like this added, added like, um, bit of gravitas there and you know Spotify just released uh, <laughs> this playlist popped up on my Spotify that was like best hip-hop songs of the 2010s you know like the whole decade and someone made this playlist and there are some songs that are so old in that playlist like <laughs> I was just shocked I was like no way this came out in, in the last decade like this songs this songs ages ago yeah um so all that's to say, a decade's a really long time, and there's a lot of ruminating to be done over, you know, what we do in that decade. Like, I was thinking back yesterday on the person I was when I was 20, and I was like, that person kind of sucked. Like, <laughs> he wasn't the best. <laughs> wow. This has turned into an amazing quasi-midlife crisis, quasi, you know, uh, therapy session. I'm, I'm enjoying this so far. Please keep going. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, and then, and then like, then, then the obvious next question is, well, am I any better of a person now when I'm 30? And the question is like, well, of course, cause I'm me now and I like me and like, but then like, well, what's going to happen when I'm 40? Am I going to think about 30 year old me when I'm 40, the way I'm thinking about 20 year old me when I'm 30, does like the rate of change slow down as you age because we become more set in our ways or in our routines or whatever. And I don't know. So I've been thinking about a lot of that stuff interesting lately um so yeah like the the the, the gravitas is probably the, the most compelling thought that i've had recently but back to your question <laughs> okay um <laughs> yeah i've been i've been joking around with my friends for years that like that i really want to quit skiing which whoa isn't at all what it sounds like okay um you know like so okay, I'll give you the long the long backstory. This is the last the last segment of the podcast. So if you just don't want to listen to it, just turn it off. Like <laughs> not a big deal. But like and I, I think I probably speak for most people, or not most people, but many people in generally like sports or skiing or things that we find to be our hobbies, is that we didn't really have a lot of choice in the matter. Like I started skiing when I was four. Four year olds don't make any any choices at all. Like my parents were just like, hey, we're going to do this thing and you're coming and I'm not going to be like, actually, I have a prior engagement, mom. Like, sorry. Uh, that's not really what happened. So you go, you start skiing and then all of a sudden these things become ingrained in you. And, you know, from a very young age, I got decent at skiing. And I was like, this is fun because I can do it. And therefore it kind of, you know, ended up taking over my entire life up to the point where there's has been very few major life decisions I've made that haven't factored skiing in like pretty seriously. And because you didn't get to choose, you don't really get to think through all these decisions. And I'm not saying that I would have thought to this level of detail before I'd have chosen, but in hindsight, 
if I could have gone back to like four-year-old Sam, I probably would have picked a different sport because skiing, like a lot of sports, is a sport that as you get better and you get to higher and higher levels at, it becomes more and more inherently dangerous. Mm-hmm. Skiing things that are steeper is harder. Skiing things that are steeper is more dangerous, right? Um, fall hazard is greater. Steeper mountains have more objective risk. They, ch- they, you know, bigger peaks, deeper snow, all of these things come with more risk. And so there's just a logical point in skiing and more specifically ski mountaineering where it's like, this just doesn't make sense to do. And if you do it too long, you're definitely going to die. Um, and that sounds like kind of happy douchey, new year. Perhaps. <laughs> but yeah, so like this is something that I've thought about a lot over the past few years. And it's very clearly not, not a sustainable thing for me. I don't want it to be right. Like we don't want you to die I've, skiing. Right. No, no, no. And, and I'm not trying to be like dramatic and whatever, all that, but I'm just trying to say like, there are a few goals that I have in skiing that I really want to accomplish. And then I kind of want to stop, stop pushing it. Um, stop putting myself in situations where like, it's not a high probability of something going wrong, but if something were to go wrong, like there's not a lot of getting out, you know? Um, so yeah, there's three, there's three major lines. I really want to ski this year before I um, air quotes quit skiing. <laughs> I think by by quit you just mean dial back. Right? You're going to keep skiing. You're not dropping the mic and walking away from skiing. You're talking about dialing back a little bit on some of the objectives. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Granted, if some of the lines go well, it might be drop the mic. It might need to be <laughs> drop the mic. Okay. All right. No, no, no. I skiing will always be a part of my life. There's zero question about that. Um but definitely definitely dialing it back. Yeah. Okay. Do you care to share with us any of the three lines? Or are you keeping that secret for now? One of them is sort of secret. Most people in my life probably know about it because I've been trying to do it for like four years now. Still haven't figured it out. No idea how that one's going to happen. But (laughs) (laughs) every year we're like, oh, no, I think this is the way to do it. Then it's like, nope, that doesn't work. (laughs) Um. But yeah, the the two other big ones are the Landry Line on Pyramid here in Colorado, which is the east face of Pyramid Peak, um, and then the east face of the Matterhorn in Switzerland is the other one. So both of those are very possible. They come into condition every single year. Um, I already have partners lined up for both of them. It's just kind of like lining up timing and making, making it happen. Um, the third one is... Yeah, there's a really good chance it just never. It's just there's a good chance it just isn't possible actually. So, I don't know, we'll see. You want to ski down the Eiffel Tower or something like that? That's that's definitely not possible. <laughs> just straight line <laughs> the Eiffel Tower. I don't know, you got me thinking really creatively now. So, um okay, was that a resolution? I guess so. You want to your resolve to try to hit these three lines and then dial things back. And I, I would frame the resolution in the other way, like dial things back. And the way to do that is by hitting these three lines. Okay. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Well, um, I've promised to keep these short and I do actually need to start making my way to an airport 
And so while I suddenly want to talk to you for like three more hours about, you know, these decades of your life and how you've reflected back, <laughs> I maybe we'll do that. Either that could be a whole blister podcast series, uh, Life with Sam, um, or we maybe just have those conversations off air, uh, you know, whichever. But um, sounds like there's some more conversations and things to discuss ahead of us. <laughs> it's that time of year, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's that time of year. Well, hey, I uh, appreciate you sharing. Man, you're wrapping up this whole little mini-series of ours, and uh, I like the idea that you're dialing things back. I think it's always good for us to know when to flex, when to dial back, but I also hope that I wish you a lot of success on these three objectives of yours. Well, thank you. Uh I will need all that, all that <laughs> wish success. <laughs> um, well, hey, I will, uh, I'll be seeing you soon, but if I don't catch you before the New Year's, uh, Happy New Year's, Sam. Happy New Year's to you as well. Uh, travel safe, and I'm sure I'll be seeing, seeing each other soon. All right, man. You take care. You too. See ya. Well, that is it for our last edition of the Blister Podcast in 2019. Thanks so much to all of our reviewers and Blister folk for telling us what they're going to be getting up to in 2020 and sharing their thoughts and opinions about the whole notion of New Year's resolutions in general. To those of you listening, thanks so much. This has been another really fun and really interesting year across our whole podcast network. But on the Blister podcast in particular, there have been a lot of great conversations we've met a lot of great people and also had a chance to reconnect with some of our favorite folks too. So here's wishing all of you a wonderful 2020 and a whole new decade. Thanks everybody. Please, as always, take good care out there. We will talk to you again next week.